Welcome to Tales of History and Imagination. Eccentric Tales from History by Simone Whitlow. Local legend in the Kingdom of Mysore tells the following tale. One day, a young prince named Tipu went out hunting in the jungle with a friend, sometimes portrayed as a French mercenary in the service of the prince's father, the fearsome Hyder Ali. While tracking a local deer or antelope, the two men were surprised by a giant tiger leaping out of them from the undergrowth. As stealthily as they had been stalking their prey, the tiger had been even quieter, more stealthy, more cunning. The beast seized Tipu's companion by the throat, crushing his windpipe and severing his jugular in one fell swoop. Before Prince Tipu could react, the big cat spun around on him, knocking his gun from his hand. Tipu drew his sword, but the tiger leapt, striking him at full force in the chest, sending the sword flying. Pinned to the canopy, the prince and the tiger wrestled on the ground for what seemed like an eternity. When he finally successfully grasped his sword, Prince Tipu, bloodied and beaten, mustered the strength to stab the tiger. The prince stabbed and slashed cut and thrust till the tiger lay dead. This, at least, is a tale explaining why Tipu Sultan, the ruler of the Kingdom of Mysore from 1782, became known as the Tiger of Mysore. Tipu would adopt the tiger in his art and architecture. Military uniforms, even his signature. The Kingdom of Mysore was an empire in the south of India, established at the end of the 14th century by the Wadiya dynasty. By the middle of the 18th century, power had passed to Tipu's father, Hyder Ali, an Indian-born soldier, possibly of Iraqi or Arabian descent. Through military and political prowess, Hyder Ali ascended to the throne in 1761. Father and son ruled in extremely turbulent times. From the middle of the 18th century, the Indian Mughal Empire began to lose much of their power, and the British East India Company, originally in India just as merchants, began vying with France to fill the power vacuum. The following series of conflicts became known as the Carnatic Wars. The British corporation, led by the sociopathic Robert Clive, won the war, taking over tax-collecting rights for swathes of India and kicking British colonialism into a higher gear worldwide. This also set the scene for a conflict between the East India Company and the Kingdom of Mysore. This tale is not about the Anglo-Mysore Wars. Well, it's only tangentially so. The East India Company fought four wars against the Kingdom, from 1767 to 1799. These wars were bloody and anything but one-sided. While it's easy to imagine the British having the upper hand technologically, Tipu's kingdom came to the battle with Mysorean rockets, quite possibly the first true rockets used in war. Towards the end of the war, there was also a very real concern that Mysore would ally with Napoleon. They only didn't, due to Bonaparte's defeat at the Battle of the Nile. 1798. The first war almost went Mysore's way. The second was fought out to a very costly status quo antebellum, a draw. The third went against Tipu, costing him close to half his empire. 
the fall of Anglo-Mysore War would cost the tiger of Mysore his life. Which brings us to the topic of this short tale. On 4th of May 1799, the fortress of Seringapatam fell. The tiger of Mysore was killed in the battle. Looting was rife in the city. While going through a music room, the British found a remarkable device. To quote from a note compiled for East India Company Governor-General Marquis Wellesley. In a room appropriated for musical instruments was found an article which merits particular notice as another proof of the deep hate and extreme loathing of Tipu Saib towards the English. This piece of mechanism represents a royal tiger in the act of devouring a prostrate European. There are some barrels an imitation of an organ within the body of the tiger. The sounds produced by the organ are intended to resemble the cries of a person in distress, intermixed with the roar of a tiger. The machinery is so contrived that while the organ is playing, the hand of a European is often lifted up to express his helpless and deplorable condition. The whole of the design was executed by order of Tipu Sultan. It is imagined that this memorial of the arrogance and barbarous cruelty of Tipu Sultan may be thought deserving of a place in the Tower of London. Known widely as Tipu's Tiger, the automaton depicts a near-life-sized white man being mauled by a large tiger. From pipes within the device, you can trigger sounds like a man screaming and the tiger roaring. There is also a keyboard, with which you can use to play the automaton as a pipe organ. It's believed Tipu's Tiger was built sometime around 1795. The British have been long convinced it depicts a 1792 mauling of East India Company General Sir Hector Munro's son by a Bengal tiger. Now I can confess I don't know nearly enough history of a region to comment, although I do have to wonder if the British have got it right. One day, legend tells us, a young prince and his European companion went hunting in the jungle, after all. Thanks for listening. This has been Tales of History and Imagination. All episodes written and narrated by me, Simone Whitlow. All music, yours truly. Visit the show at historyandimagination.com. You can follow me on social media, links in the show notes get access to exclusive bonus content via my Patreon, also in the notes. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a like on your podcatcher of choice, and share the episode as word of mouth is the best way to help shows like this grow. Love to see you back in two weeks' time for more tales of history and imagination.